risk game. We ain't gon' talk about that. You, me, nigga, hard life don't match. I want all the trunk. Bring us all the hand. I'm playing with it, nigga. That's your starter pen. Ain't talking pen, nigga. Snow, I got bars. You just rolling chain, nigga. Lot of cars. Niggas ain't fucking with me. I'm a avatar. She reaching for me, told her mama grab a star. That's real talk, got hoes in the A, they real hard. No real ass, titties either, they been bought. Now make the money, make it, make it fast. Go get a bag, go get a bag, go get a bag. Uh. I want all the money, I want all the cash. I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag. I want all the money, I want all the cash. You big mad, you big mad, he's super mad. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> Let me get my vine together. Let me get my vine together over here. That's definitely uh, the link way all the money. Y'all can get them on all social media platforms. Um, y'all know the deal, man. Um, support the music, man. Support the music. Support what everybody got going on. And before we get cracking, y'all know the deal, man. We going to get you with this intro, then we can get started. Yep, 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 yep. We get into it, man. That's uh, you missed that, man. That's Linkway, all the money off the Eagle on the Roof mixtape, reloaded. He got some good joints on there, man. He he put out good music, man. But before we get started, make sure y'all shop DeuceFireClothing.com. I got on my uh All Lives Matter shirt, and it say Prove It at the bottom. So if y'all can't really see that, I don't know what it is, but I'll make sure I put the link in the description. If you want to be a guest on the show, advertise on the show, submit some music, be a guest, Mike with a mic 313 at gmail.com. And um, we'll get to it, man. I got a couple of things I want to talk about that's been going on this week, I should say. And, you know, kind of put my opinion on it a little bit. Oh, hold on a second. Um, first things first. Um, we get to the Joe Budden podcast stuff. Um, they going through it. And I think sometimes that's probably why I, I would rather go at this whole thing by myself. Not saying that um, I don't trust my friends or nothing like that, but because I do. But I think that business and friendship, it, 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 it just caused more problems than you know, anything else. If somebody was to come along and help me with this, it'd be more as an investor or behind the scenes. But if somebody actually wanted to come on here and be like a co-host or something like that, like I'm, I don't think I'm really ready for that yet anyway, because I do this in my house. So I don't have a big like studio or space or nothing like that. I'm sure you, I've have, I had guests on here so I can have a guest or two. I got a, a nice mixing board and all of that. I, you know, can get four, what is that, four, five, six microphones if I really wanted to, but I'm not really into that part because, you know, the, the deal with me, I just want to pr- help promote people's stuff, you know, along with mine, but as far as speaking on their stuff, from what I do know, 
is that it was some business stuff. And I, I always say that you got to get your business stuff up front, whether it's a friendship or not. So that'll be my advice. Me speaking on that situation. That'll just be that. Like, I know y'all friends and everything should be cool and everybody should be cool. But I'm not sure if that's really what's going on with everybody. Everybody don't, you know, get along when the money come. You know, they always say like money proves who you really are. It shows more who you really are. And I, I, I think that with me, I never really been that type of dude like money runs what I do, because if that's the case, it, it's opportunities that I pass on. And I have passed on based on the fact that I'm just not going to do it for just the money, you know, and when you start putting those kind of things in there, I think it do put a strain on it. But as far as they go with the back and forth on the Internet, I do. I'm glad that they kind of gave us both sides of the story a little bit. But you, you, you always stuck in a place where you don't know, you know, who is who and you don't really know the ins and outs. So my opinion is just why you just didn't show them the books. If it was my friends, they would have been seen them. It wouldn't even have been nothing in the dark. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear Joe talk about it and he like, you know, from the beginning, he was like, they want to see the books. And he said, no, I don't have to show you. No, you really probably don't have to. But if these really your friends, then just show them. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at really with that, because. I'm not I'm not the type of dude to do stuff like that. And I just look at it like I value friendship over money and that's over any amount of money, especially when you start talking about millions of dollars. Like if we don't have no money and we come up together or even in his case, what he said was they kind of came along after he started moving already, no matter when they come along, whatever deal you put in place, get it. Oh, paper you know what I'm saying like somebody can tell you something and it don't really matter and that's one of the things that I feel like went wrong in that situation where he could have just been like you know what I'm gonna show it to y'all and I'm gonna break this down all the way down to y'all understand it because I'm not about to lose my friend over some money and another thing I feel about it is um the fact that he didn't made it seem like he was guilty and I'm not going to lose a friend over pride. And it seemed like that's what he is. You know, people say narcissist and all that, but you know, that's, that's vantage point of how you feel, how people feel about that because people can say that about me, you know, people get on the internet and say, you know, look at me, look at me. That's kind of what the Internet's kind of turned into with like, you know, TikTok and, you know, YouTube and all that. People like look at me. People can say that about me, but I'm not going to put that over friendship. I'm not going to try to be on here like trying to embarrass somebody and all of that stuff. I'm not that like g gossip type blog. I mean, I'm talking about this, but it's not I don't look at it like I'm I don't gossip. Like if somebody's going through something in their life, I'm not going to be on here like. Hey, what about this, this and this? And he got this side chick like I, that's not my business. You know what I'm saying? Like I approach people for what 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 I want from them. If you do music, give me the music. If you do podcast then give me the podcast, like I don't get all off into all that stuff. So 
me just voicing my opinion on this is kind of like me stepping further than I even want to. Like, I like they podcast how it was. They got the two new dudes and that's to be seen to how that turned out. But I just from what I'm speaking on is just friendship. I would have just showed it to him. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even have let it got that far and definitely firing them on air and all of that. Like, this your homeboy, man. Just give him a call. Y'all talk it out. Y'all do whatever y'all got to do, man, to say the friendship. Or if it ain't no friendship, it seemed to me like it's not no friendship, to be honest. It's just more like, okay, the money came. I'm the reason for the money coming take this and shut the fuck up i'm not gonna do people like that because i feel like that karma come back around and you that's gonna be way worse you know so i mean when i think about stuff like that i just i don't know you just gotta pull the scale out and sometimes when people pull scales out in friendships in business it don't turn out the way you want it to and it hurts your feelings it seemed like all three of them kind of got hurt feelings and that's kind of how it go when something happened, you know, that's when you find out who was who and who was really down with you and all of that stuff. Like all of us been through that. I've been through that with shit, family and friends where something happened. And then it's like, damn, that's how you really feel. So when we was getting along, we really weren't getting along. I was being tolerated or I was being kept around for a benefit or something. And that's what it's kind of seeming like in this kind of like, you know, situation with Joe Button them. But it's not my place. All I say is if they your friends and y'all really cool, then just show it to them. If if nothing is going on, then show it to them. You know what I'm saying? To, to keep the ball rolling. And I'm not saying that something was going on. I don't know. Joe said nothing going on. I don't know. I'm just looking at it from face value of what I see. I like the podcast. It seemed like it's over. Um, I, I don't see coming back from this, even if they do get to a point where they like, OK, we're going to be cool. I don't see it. I don't see it being the same. So with that being said, um, try not to put business over friends, man. And I know it's kind of easy for me to say sitting here now with no sponsors and nothing like that and, and no people behind the scenes. I don't know how it's going to work when you get to those next level. And I hate when people say they know what they do. I don't know what I do, but I, I know what I say I'll do now. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm doing this and all these, I'm doing it by myself and then somebody come along, of course, your percentage is going to be different from mine. But I'm going to tell you that I'm not going I'm going to tell you that from the jump. So it won't be no, you know, conversation down the line. If I'm the one pulled to call the shots, you're going to know that up front. We're going to get paperwork done because I'm not going to lose no friend over no business. And that's just simple as that. But. I mean, I'll let that go because it's just a sad thing because sometimes it be feeling like, damn, we can't have nothing without money getting in the way. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at this. And I'm not saying nobody's to blame or not. I, I go with Maul and Rory on it when they said they kind of blame themselves for being naive and not pressing the issue, I guess, fast enough because they trust their friend that's that sound like me you know what i'm saying like I, I i really believe like a lot of my friends when they say things to me i i believe it i don't i don't see no reason for you to lie to me lie on me or to to cheat me or anything so i really get that part of it but it's just kind of sad to see because 
I don't know, man. You like you you like stuff like that, and it, it gives people hope of what you can reach. But if if that's what happened when you get up there, that's kind of why I don't want to get up there, it, because they kind of put you in that position to have to do that kind of stuff. And fans and stuff too, you know, picking sides and all of that when you could just sit back and take what you was here for, which is the podcast. And if you're going to roll with Joe, roll with him. If you're going to roll with the other dudes, roll with him. If not, kind of let it go. But with that being said, man, I'll get off of that because I've said my piece. And I mean, I can't, that's all I can really say about that. But what we'll get on to is the next thing is the, the Kwame Brown stuff. He's been going on the zig. This man been on the zig. Like, I don't know. Um, Let me say first, I don't I, I really don't know what his problem is. I don't know if it's some behind the scenes stuff, but I will say this. I kind of think Kwame was set up for failure from the jump. Any high school dude like um, we was talking about it today, Jonathan Bender. I remember I really liked Jonathan Bender. I think he was an out of high school dude. They always expect you to be Kobe. Like everybody is not like Kobe. Everybody is not Jordan. Everybody ain't Shaq. Every number one pick ain't always been the shit. So I, I don't understand why people like pick a player out and all real hoopers know if you ever been to like the next level or you've been to camps or you've been to tryouts like it get real thick when you get up there to you know if it start off with two three hundred people trying out when you get down to a hundred or fifty or if you you know gifted enough to get down to twenty thirty or ten like now you talking about you can't miss a shot you can't get backdoor cut it like it's just it gets so tight where your shit got to be so good that let me know how good people are so when somebody say like Kwame is a bust I kind of think he was set up for failure by being picked first out of high school. So that's where my sympathy comes in as far as him, you know, him being upset. Like, OK, man, enough's enough. That's where I feel him at. Like as far as, you know, all the Internet beef and, you know, calling grown men bitches and then people like saying like, oh, it's just Internet beef and all that. Like, you know. You can't be calling grown men bitches and, you know, um, like threatening. You know what I'm saying? I ain't hear them really threat, but I'm saying that's where it go to next. You know what I'm saying? We know where it go to. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. I slap shit out you. And now when you see them, now it's somewhere else already because of the Internet. So when people be like, it's just Internet, it, it don't be. You know what I'm saying? Like I, people do that on Facebook all the time. People will put up a post. You know, fuck you, fuck your kids and all that. Then when the person see you and punch you in your mouth, oh, man, I was just, no, nah, you can't do that. So although I'm, I understand where um, Kwame coming from as far as that part, as far as I'm not a bust. There's nobody in the NBA that's a bust. Real hoopers know to even get to that spot, to even to be picked number one. He did something to be picked number one. Me, I don't know. What they seen in him, he seemed decent to me. And from what I understand, they were saying like his stats was like nine points and like six rebounds. If he was the 17th pick and gave you nine and six, we'd be talking about how good he is. So all of that comes with being the number one pick, though. The same nine and six ain't shit at number one and nine and six at the 17th pick is, is good numbers. So 
I do get where you're coming from as far as um, people trying to act like they don't know what his problem is. That's the issue that I kind of have. Y'all know the situation with him and Jordan. If people talked about it and everybody agreed that Jordan was fucking with him, then why are we not saying shit about Jordan? Jordan was fucking year 20, you know what I'm saying, coming in telling the high school kid, like, you ain't shit, and he was just the number one pick, and you picked me, and what was, um, what was the deal with, with, with you trying to make it seem like he was gonna be, like, some savior, or did you want him to be, like, some Rodman type nigga, like, I was a good player when I, like, in high school and college, but I understood that everybody wasn't as good as me. So I couldn't look to people to be like, hey, do this or, you know, all of a sudden you got you got to do this for me to make my job easier. If that's just not who they are. I just don't think Kwame was ever the number one pick. I think from that point when they picked him number one, he was losing the battle already, because if you don't shit, 17 and 10 is, you know what I'm saying? You you failed. You the number one pick. You supposed to be LeBron. You supposed to be Akeem Olajuwon or Patrick Ewan or Iverson or somebody. Like, no, everybody ain't come from that. Everybody, God, pack our bags different, and he ain't put that check in in his bag. You know what I'm saying? He, he made Kwame the way he made Kwame, and we should accept that. But as far as him going off, I get it, and it was kind of like day two or day three around this time, and it's like, okay, we can kind of let up a little bit. But, I mean, I, I think he's having fun at this point. I think um, the, the, the it, I think he kind of went too far. You talk about a man wife and all that, but that's to be seen. Hopefully they can kind of squash it or whatever, but it just seemed like y'all kind of gave this dude something to do. And – I've, I'm all for him defending himself. I'm all for people defending themselves. If you feel like somebody said something or did something to you wrong, go have at it. I just don't like the threats and the bitches and the um, talking about the wives and the kids and all of that. But I will say this, too. Once you on the Internet and you are a person that's like, quote unquote, like a public figure, you put yourself in the spot where people can say stuff about you whenever they want to. They can take something you said and pick it apart. Like I do my podcast and, you know, somebody might say to me, well, you said this about this person. Not looking at the whole thing. I see that a lot with um Kevin Samuels. People play the clip and then they like, OK, this dude is a bad dude. They play a clip of, you know, maybe what they played the clip of. What they said about Kwame, who knows what I'm saying is when you the public figure, you put yourself in a position to where a person can pick whatever you got to say apart and all the things I mean, that's going on with you. And this is the kind of backlash to that. But I will say I did enjoy it. I'm a fan of the shenanigans. I just hope that they don't take it to the next level. Hopefully they get to a point where they talk on the phone and get an understanding because Kwame has been kind of the butt of the jokes of the NBA, like Adam Morrison, like, you know, people picking Sam Bowie over Jordan. It's just certain NBA jokes that's not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And Kwame is one of them. He, as bad as he wanted to leave, it's not going to leave. So my advice to him would be just kind of, if you're going to talk your shit, talk it, but you ain't got to talk shit about nobody's kids or their wives or their personal lives. Keep it basketball. If not, try not to do that because, you know, 
it can, it can get nasty. You talking about grown men that you call them bitches, you know, because you can't be like, Michael, you a bitch. When I see you, I'm going to slap you. And then when I see you, it's like, hey, what's up, man? And no, it's not going to be that. And that's with anybody. So I don't know how serious they is. I just hope they not. Maybe Kwame just having fun and he'll fall back into his corner, back into the darkness and let it go. Hopefully that's it. And we can get back to, you know, whatever they was doing before that, because I like all the smoke and I like Kwame Brown. Like I never anybody that made it to the NBA, I hoop. So anybody that made it to the NBA, I'm proud of them. So I'm, I look at it in a whole different way. And I know it ain't no bums in the NBA. Like that 12th man on the bench down there who don't get in. Y'all think he a bum because he can't fuck with Brown. Or he can't fuck with KD or he he can't dribble like Kyrie, so he's trash. No, he'll come around here and fuck us up. You know what I'm saying? Like if he got in one of these little church leagues, he averaged 60. The the dude that don't never get in, fucking uh my favorite player, Tony Snell. My friends laugh because I like Tony Snell. I don't know what he missing for him to be good. But the truth is, if he came around here, he will fuck us over just on being in shape alone like most of you motherfuckers think you in shape until you play somebody in shape you think you can jump until you run into somebody who can jump you might can dunk you might got a jumper you might can go you know um you can go five for ten six seven for ten one of the best shooters i ever seen like shoot a ball like sean respert like that motherfucker can shoot i don't know if you know that that's if y'all know who that is but sean respert went to michigan state one of the best shooters I ever fucking seen, like Ray Allen. These motherfuckers don't miss. You know what I'm saying? So, and people will say that he's a bum. Like, they say Sean Respert's a bum. I mean, comparing him to other people's careers in the NBA, if that's what you're going off of. That's why I say with the Kwame situation, nine and six for a nigga coming off your bench is good numbers. Nine and six for a number one pick, not so much because where it's been put at, but I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, hopefully these guys leave it on the Internet because that's the last thing you want to hear that they saw saw each other somewhere and really scrapped it out. I'm not for that part. I'm just really. Like I say, I had me a good laugh, but now it's getting to the point now it's getting a little out of out of hand, you know, with the Stephen A. Smith stuff and all of that. Like my thing, the Kwame B, man, just let it go. Because the Kwame Brown joke is not going nowhere. And even even when another dude come along and be a, a quote unquote bust, that joke is just gonna get pushed down. It's not gonna get pushed out. That's gonna always be there. So my thing would be just just take that one on the chin if, if you can. And I don't know. And if you can't, then 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 I know you can't call everybody, but maybe you can make a public statement and say that. But that's the part that, that we don't do, especially as black men. We can't do that. We can't say, hey, that hurt my feelings because now niggas going to be saying you soft. So we kind of put in an awkward position when people say something and do something to us because we are we men. You know what I'm saying? And we can't have feelings. Our feelings can't get hurt. And I think that's kind of wrong, too. Just like a number one pick can't average nine and six. That's not fair. Those are good fucking numbers. Put them on your bench. Find you somebody else and let them give you that nine and six and y'all will be OK. But whatever. I just hope that they keep it right there. And, you know, the personal jabs, if we can, let's let's keep let's keep it, you know, just kind of basketball and funny if we can. Because, I, like I said, I don't want to 
I don't want to get up and oh shit, such and such got into a fight. Now they in jail because they was fighting over some shit that they said that they're going to continue to say. But shout out to Kwame, shout out to Matt Barnes, um, Steven Jackson, Gilbert Arenas. Uh, I like Gilbert. Basketball Gilbert, I like them. I like all of them as basketball players. What they do in their personal lives, I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying, like, I like them as I think they role models. I think they give people hope and all of that. Like, none of them was ever superstars. Gilbert was, but like, none of them was never like that, like, mega star, like Jordan level. So it's just kind of like all of y'all was really a piece to the puzzle, you know, just because you was a bigger piece. It's kind of like, damn, you cutting into him like that, but. Like I said, let's just hope that that thing play out. I don't know, man. Just if you can, just 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 let's just laugh and just move on because I don't want nobody to get in no trouble to get hurt. That's basically where I stand with it and keep it with that. But before we move on, man, refresh us 15.com. Uh, they got hoodies and T-shirts. They got some. Uh, I saw they had the lime green joint going, man. I definitely link that in the description as well. Y'all know how I get on with the support for my folks, man. Y'all um, make sure y'all shop with them and, sh you know, get with everybody that come this way so we can do that. But what I want to get into next is them talking about opening up, you know, the world, opening the world back up in the vaccines. And my thing is this, like we got to keep doing what we've been doing. I don't think me personally, this is me. Let me say this first. When all those folks was rest in peace to anybody that lost anybody. Let me say this first. Anybody that lost anybody, I, I pray over that and I feel bad about that. But. When all those folks was dying in the hospitals and they set up Cobo Hall down there or whatever it is, the TCF building now, when they set up that like basically like outbreak camp, I feel like they was already trying the vaccines and shit then. That's what I think. Everybody, people was dying going to the hospital. They was like, they dying because we don't know what's going on. I think they knew what the fuck was going on then. Now that they kind of got it in the a little area a better area they like okay this vaccine worked but i don't think they still know i do look back at that time and say a lot of people died and passed away when i feel like they shouldn't have why did y'all go down there and set up this outbreak camp why over the country was we all of a sudden they pulling these motherfucking like you know, paper tent ass fucking hospitals out in the middle of nowhere. They already had them. On, it seemed like they already had them on deck. If you ask me, they went down there and set up TCF in a couple of days. And it was just like, God damn. Now that you look back on it, when everything was going on, it was kind of like, oh, man, they on they shit. No, they was in front of that shit. They knew. I feel like they knew. I feel like that's when they was doing the herd immunity stuff when they was doing that part, because so many people passed away and they like 100,000 people. And it's just like. I ain't saying that it ain't. It, I know that it's real, you know, just like the flu is, just like, you know, cancer is. Everything is real. That just happened so fast and they was just on it so quick. It makes me wonder if they already knew. With that being said, I think that as far as the vaccine go, I'm, I'm not I'm not really a fan of it at all. Um I, if you get it, that's you. If I don't get it, if I decide to get it, I'm I'm really on the fence. I've been on the fence the whole time 
because I, I don't want to be the one to take it to anybody in my family or my loved ones. So that that's where I'm at with it. Like, should I get it for them? Because I don't think I should get it for me because I don't trust it. But I do understand that. But as far as opening back up, they like, yeah, if you got the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. Now we finna be walking around with like cards on our neck. Like, is that what we about to do next? Like, I don't know what they doing with this. And I'm not for the card tricks. If you over there shuffling the cards, I'm just going to walk away because I ain't got time for that shit. And that's what they doing with this. They just shuffling the cards and they telling us shit as they shuffle. You don't know where the card at neither because you shuffling. And if you do know where it's at, then you're doing a card trick, which means you want some bullshit. So I'm still walking away. My thing is, as far as opening back up, we got to just continue to be safe like we should have been doing, like use a hand sanitizer and you know washing your hands before you use the bathroom after you use the bathroom like we should have been doing that shit anyway i don't get where people all of a sudden doing it and then um what one thing i don't like if you let me throw this to if you did get vaccinated don't be talking shit to somebody who didn't you ain't fucking special like you not you ain't do nothing special like that's you Leave it at that. I, people I've seen people on the Internet like you must don't give a fuck about your family. Like, no, that's not it. Part of the reason me not getting it is the reason why, because I do care about my family because I don't want to take it. Motherfucking I'm fucked up. Then what that's doing for my family. So people who got vaccinated like you don't get nothing for that. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't go around shitting on people. That'd be my main thing about business or music or anybody doing anything in life. Like you can't shit on people, man. Like, don't do that. You just got vaccinated. But as far as something like opening the schools back up, I'm all for that because I don't know about y'all. But me and Mr. Nick, we going at it every day over this uh, homeschool stuff like it's kind of hard on him. I, I understand that it's hard and it's hard on me because it feel like, damn, I got to get up and go to school. You know what I'm saying? I got to watch him. And then, you know, it's bad enough to be honest. Kids don't like school like you. You rarely run across a kid that loves school. You know what I'm saying? Like when you was growing up, think about that. How many people was in your class that really love school? One or two motherfuckers in the school that really was like up like on that shit. So me with the opening of schools back up, I'm all for it. I don't know if I'm going to let Mr. Nick go, but I understand um, putting them back in there because I think that we we got we going to have to eventually one day. And um, a part of me think that we already passed the bad part of the covid. I, I know, you know, people say they still testing positive and all of that and people still getting sick. But like. People not dying like they was neither. And I don't know if they is or not because people, you know, those numbers, you'll wake up one day. That shit damn near like the crypto shit. You wake up one day, it's fucking 90,000. Next day, it's like, no, nah, it was 36. And it's just like I, I'm more leaning towards um, them opening the schools back up because I think it's better. I think it's better that they learn in a class from a teacher that can watch them. That's what you get paid for. You know, I shouldn't have to. I don't, I'm not a teacher. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to get up and monitor my kid. That's what we pay taxes and stuff for for schools. And, you know, I'm all for that. But it shout out to anybody that's that's like homeschooling their kids and they on top of it because it's hard. I know it's hard. You got to hold on. You got to keep pushing them. We go to work and then we got to get up and we got to watch him and all of that stuff. And I know I'm not the only one going through that. And 
that's one of the things that, you know, I just want to make sure I get people they they you know, they props on that. As far as opening back up, one thing that's always bothered me, and I had put a post up about this, is it just kind of fucked up to me that you can go to the titty bar, you can go out to eat, you can go get your tires done, you can go to fucking Walmart, but we can't walk into the Secretary of State to get our fucking tags. That's bullshit. Like, who is in charge of what opens up and when? That's who the fuck I want to talk to because who decided that the titty bar was more important than me getting my tags? And then you're going to write me a ticket for not having my tags. I mean, my shit together. My, I mean, lucky me, you know, I did mine on the, um, the little thing at fucking Myers if you can. But that was last year, my birthday in November. So, you know, hopefully something happens by then. But then they got these appointments. and You got to play all this. But you can go right in here and have a bitch store fucking pussy on your face. Like, that's the part I don't get. And if we know that it's going to be like overwhelmed like that and we know that by now, why they not opening other offices or, you know, pull up offices? We got pull up vaccine places. Why we can't pull up, get your tags. Y'all motherfuckers who getting y'all plate, go here. Y'all motherfuckers who need your address changed, go here. That way we can kind of space it out. But that goes into, um, I think, who the fuck, that's what I say, who is in charge of what opens up and when. I don't know who it is. And, you know, sometimes I be feeling like, you know, I like, I like the governor. We got Gretchen, so I like her. People want to be giving her buffs and all that shit. Fuck all that. Like, I'm not for that. Like, she's doing her job. You're not going to get no fucking extra credit for me for doing your job. So I don't know about that. Y'all want to give her buffs and, you know, give her like the honorary Detroit motherfucker or whatever y'all want to do. No, I want to know who make these decisions about what opens up and when. And I think that she's doing I think she's doing a good job. I think that sometimes, you know, as a politician, they hands be kind of, you know, tied a little bit like, you know, we went through that with Barack, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if he was really putting his foot to the flow either. And, you know, with Biden, he just more like huh, money, money, money. Like, that's not go That's not the answer neither. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not, you know, what I'm saying you give money to a bunch of motherfuckers, at least. I'm assuming everybody got money. Crime should be down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Where those numbers at? Let me, let me, I'm going to have to look those up. Is, is robberies down or is they up? You know what I'm saying? It should be down. Everybody got money right now. And that's, that's all one of the things I guess I would say. If we going to open the fucking titty bars up, let people go get their fucking license plates. Okay. So if Gretchen, if you hear that, I'm pretty sure I'm not the first person to lean in and tell you that. But if I ever see her somewhere, that'd be the thing I would say to her. Like, come on now. We got people out here getting their cars and shit took. And it's just like, come the fuck on. Um, Big Gretch. That's what y'all call her. Big Gretch. And let's just stay safe, man. As far as, like I say, as far as opening back up, man, everybody be careful. Um, If you got vaccinated, good for you. If you didn't. Hopefully we get to a spot where everybody do so everybody can shut the fuck up because the people that's vaccinated, they want to treat the people that's not like we ain't shit. But it's just all about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And 
Let's just keep being safe, man. That's all I can say. Even when everything go back to normal, I could see myself still wearing a mask. You know what I'm saying? Because they said people was catching it after they got the vaccination. And then they tried to say, oh, well, if you get it, you got to wait a certain amount of time after the second one. So it's kind of like when a when a man gets a vasectomy, you still got to wait like. What they say, like 50 nuts after you get the vasectomy before you it actually stop. Is that what the fuck this vaccine is? After we get it, we still got a quarantine. So what the good is the fucking vaccination for? And if it do help, be honest. If y'all don't know, say that, too. And that's where I feel like what happened in the beginning. They was bringing people down there. Oh, you got COVID. Let's try this. Damn, he died. Oh, shit. Well, you know, turn it up a little bit. Oh, shit. He died. Turn it down. I think that's what they was fucking doing. And now that they kind of got to a better area, they like, okay, this won't work. And I just still don't believe it. So with that being said, man, just be safe. Shout out. Like I said, shout out to the people that's doing the homeschooling, man. I, I Today, I, um, before I move on. Today, I'm, I'm speaking on it because today I put him in here. He was sitting up. He was ready to go. He got, you know, washed his face, brushed his teeth, you know, ate breakfast. Cool. I go in the room, sit down for a minute. I come back. He out. He's snoring. Teacher talking. He out of there. And so I know that that's, you know, it, it's hard. And I know I'm just not, I know I'm not the only one. So anybody that's going through what I'm going through with Mr. Nick, I feel you. We're going to get them through. We're going to push them through and we're going to make sure they be all right. We got to be patient. Ain't nobody never did this shit before. Don't be out here beating on your kids. I ain't never hit Nick for falling asleep. He's a kid. I ain't never hit him for drifting off because he ain't paying attention. He's a kid. So don't be out here cussing at your kid and beating on your kid and all of that. Don't nobody know what they're doing. Everybody is in a spot where we ain't never been at before, which is this pandemic. Nobody know what they're doing. With that being said, I'm done with it, man. Y'all, like I said, uh, be safe and keep washing your hands and all that good stuff. Now, refresh us 15. Oh, no, I'll tell you, I, tell you, I hit y'all with that already. DetroitCousins.com. This is my man, Ari. Go check him out. Be the change that you want to see in Detroit. And what I want to dabble with this last one, I'm really... Not trying to hurt nobody feelings because I got mixed feelings about this. So if I'm all over the place with this topic, don't mind me. Just me talking shit about what I what I feel about where we at and where we going with this. And and the situation is the unemployment versus the working shit. That's where we at now. Um, I seen a sign that said McDonald's eighteen dollars an hour. I'll go eat Arby's before I go to work. $300 signing bonus. Like, motherfuckers don't want to work because they don't have to. So, I 100% understand that. I don't think everybody is not wanting to work because they scared of COVID. Because the same motherfucker who don't work is at the bar. The same person who's scared of COVID and don't want to go to work is jumping on planes and going all over the fucking country. My point is this. What's going to happen? We got to somebody got to pay that money back. We going to pay that money back. I don't know why y'all think that we not going to pay that back. Gas going to go up. You're going to look up. It's going to be $7 a gallon for a fucking gallon of milk. Um, they going to start hitting us with the uh, getting getting skimpy on the fucking chicken tenders and all kind of shit. We going to pay for it, whether y'all know it or not. The people that work like it's a lot of people out here. 
that's that is getting unemployment. I don't want to say scamming, but like that's exactly what it is. You doing what you got to do. You got to get through. I understand that. But I just I want people to understand like what where, where we what we going to do. Like we we say that we want a job. Like a lot of people say that they want to work, but it's like I never seen McDonald's say 18 bucks an hour. Like I don't even think like my like managers make that much, but like as far as the money shit go, I look at it like this. A lot of people that worked at McDonald's, they making more money off. So when y'all say like this force people back to work stuff, I'm not really with that neither. Because if somebody's what about the people that's really scared? I ain't I'm I'm talking about the people that's really scared. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that don't give a fuck about this COVID because they never did from the get go. Like, but I'm talking about the people that really is scared and don't want to go back to work. So if we get to cutting this unemployment like everybody's saying, then you forcing those people back that's really scared. Um, if you if you don't cut it, then you finna be cutting all these businesses out because the, it's 24 hour McDonald's that I see. I don't I don't fuck with McDonald's, but I'm just saying I'm using them as an example. Like day was 24 hours and now they closing at nine. Like you pull into an Arby's, they say we open at 12. And it's like because they can't get nobody to work because people are sitting at home getting a thousand dollars a week. And I understand that. Get do what you're going to do and all of that. But we eventually going to have to go back to work. Everybody. We're going to have to get back to the groove of things. And hopefully people were smart with their money. And, you know, that's the part that, you know, I, I look at like that because I just. They not. I feel like they not giving us this money to like level up. They giving it to us to post supposedly lay even, which means when we get back to work and they start doing the 18 hours an hour or whatever at McDonald's and at fast food restaurants. Now they're going to have to give the people that fucking like that work at Macy's a raise because now you make an 18 at McDonald's and they make an 18 like y'all can't really make the same thing. So now they're going to have to get them a raise. And then once that get a raise, now that shirt that was $20 is going to be 25 because you got to pay the employee and we're going to end up giving the money back anyway. And that's what I was saying a little bit about the the uh, like crypto stuff and the um, all the, the, the betting sites for the sports and all of that. As soon as we had this pandemic, all these sites and all these cryptos popping up, they talking about it's like hundreds of different kind of cryptos and like. I get it. And you got betting sites where you could do this stuff. And then everybody coming with they like only fans and all that, like in gas and all that. They're going to get that money back and we going to still pay back the money they loaned. It's, just, it's like we America is like a fucked up record deal. Like whether y'all want to believe it or not, like every time we get something, whether we buy a house, whether we buy a car, they loan us this money for us to pay it back with interest. And then we still end up having to get a shit. Like just still got to get a fucking car back. We still going to fucking die and get a fucking house back. All that shit. Like is where we are now is a crazy spot in my mind because it's so many people that's really milking the game. And I get it. You got, I really get it. I a hundred percent get it, man. I, I've grew up in the projects and I've not had, and I've wanted and didn't have and wanted. And I understand that. But when you start getting it to the point where it's affecting other people 
then you got to think about that, you know, as a person, I would say. But like it's a lot of people that don't give a fuck about stuff like that. And you shouldn't. And you don't have to. I just look at it like we do got to do something to get people to go back to work. And if that means cutting that unemployment off or cutting it down, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Because what about me who going to work? I can't even stop and get nothing to eat because ain't nobody at work to make me nothing to eat. Like, goddamn, And y'all can easily say, well, cook for yourself. No, that's what the fuck the food place is for. Or whatever with the gas and all that. And, uh, if you want to go somewhere and buy some clothes and all of a sudden the stores is closed because they can't get nobody to work. And it's just like, you got clothes. No, man, we got to get back to how things was and quit bullshitting. If we're going to be entrepreneurs and all that, then do that. If we're going to not work, then then do that. But we're going to have to do something about this whole situation because us working taxpayers is paying that fucking money. And this is we can't even get a motherfucker to make us a sandwich. And, and that's how I, that's where I'm at with it. So I'm not tripping on people getting their grind on and people getting their shine on because I'm all for it. I just say be smart with the money and be respectful and i think we getting into a spot now where people looking at this as a come up and it no matter what you're doing you're not going to come up i always say this about money if you if anybody want to question the value of money with me just go back and listen to music from the fucking 60s 70s 80s and move on up it was i got two dollars in my pocket and that was a lot of money the song last two dollars that was a lot of money when he made that song two dollars was a, a decent amount of money i remember listening to my daddy talking about niggas going out and getting like hats and fuck a full fucking suit five fucking dollars shit like that and then you move up to the fucking 70s and 80s. Now, all of a sudden, suits is $30, $40. Niggas on songs talking about, you know, I gave her a $10 tip and everybody like, oh, a $10 tip. Oh, and then you move up to the 90s and $1,000. And now you 2000s, you talking about 10000 50000 in the club and all of that. But yet and still, we ain't caught them. We getting more money, but we ain't caught these people. We right here talking shit, but we ain't caught them yet them whoever the fuck them is y'all want to say illuminati or whoever i don't say illuminati i say the rich people that don't fuck with poor people whether you black white fucking mexican chinese it don't matter it's a bunch of rich people don't fuck with us and ain't gonna let us catch them all of a sudden they talking about trillionaires now back in the day it was a shock when a person was a millionaire now it's like we damn near starting at a million now niggas is getting million dollar record deals back in the day would they buy your car for fucking four grand back when cars was regular. Now we talking about $70,000 cars. So we study moving along, but we not catching nobody. So my thing is with all this money that's being handed around, what are you doing to level yourself up? Because this money is not for them to help you move up. It's for them to pacify you and, and it's working. And I'm all for like people being entrepreneurs. That's what this whole kind of platform is about coming on here and doing what you got to do to get your shit out, because that's what I'm trying to do to get to that next level. But that's what I'm doing it for. I just want to be clear with people who getting all this extra money. If you come out of this and your license ain't together, you want some bullshit. If you come out this motherfucker and what they say, they freezing the rent and all that shit. If you come out this motherfucker and you've been staying in this man's house for fucking eight months and you ain't gave this motherfucker no money and you come out of this pandemic and they done gave you thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 and you ain't got this man $2,400, you need your ass beat. 
And that's what I'm making sure I want to talk to people about. Be careful with that, because back to the money shit. Now you're talking about people doing hundred million dollar deals. We talking about like YouTubers, people like me with podcasts signing five, six, seven million dollar deals to talk shit. Money ain't shit no more. And it ain't never been shit because it's levels. It ain't about the money. It's, it's, it's about getting to them different levels. And I just want people to be careful because if you're not using this opportunity to get to that next level, then what the fuck are you really doing? It's niggas out here. And we know this since this pandemic shit, they dressing better. They wearing cologne all of a sudden. Niggas is smoking the finest Chiba out here. And it's like, nigga, we know you. This ain't what you do. You should be taking this opportunity to get yourself ready for when they let your hand go because they going to let it go. They're going to take them training wheels off and say, what did you learn? And if your ass fall and bust your head, they're not going to give a fuck. They're going to lock you clean the fuck up. If you if all this shit get over and everybody get the moving back around, the police pull you over in your fucking car that you done bought with this fucking money and you ain't got your license together. They're going to take that car and lock you the fuck up. And I'm not going to feel bad for you. If we get done with this and your ass ain't saved that man fucking twenty four hundred dollars for that back rent, then you should be out on your ass. And that's how I feel about it. So. When I say going to work versus unemployment, that's really the topic. But more important than that, it's about at least not losing no ground. It's a lot of niggas out here done lost ground in this because you want to travel. And, and I get that. You ain't never been to Vegas and you got this fucking $6,000. Go to Vegas. They give you $1,400 for each one of your kids and you ain't really get a chance to do something. Go do that. But not if you're going to come back and your shit ain't together. Or at the expense of um, shit just going wrong, because the more y'all don't go to work, the more money they're going to have to give you, the more we're going to have to go up on taxes, the more gas going to go up. The longer we hold on to this free money, the more they're going to boost shit up to get it right back, because they going to get that shit right back, whether you know it or not. And they getting it back. Y'all going to look up and cigarettes and shit going to be fucking 10, 15 dollars a fucking pack. You're going to look up and that fucking pack of backwoods going to be fucking 13, 14 dollars and you're going to be crying. No, they getting that money back. And that's going to be that. But then once they get all that money back, they not coming down on them prices because they don't have to because you show us you can afford it. Plus, now you making twenty five dollars an hour working at McDonald's or 18 or whatever. So now your rent going up, lights going up, everything going up. So I'm just saying it might be in our best interest to get the fuck back to work. Before we put ourselves in a way fucked up position, because end of the day, when all the shit hit the fan. We not going to be OK if they cut the water off. We not OK if they cut the fucking money off. We not OK. And I just want to make sure that we at least in a spot to at least be OK. We can't even plant shit in our own yard. If I open up a fucking garden in my yard, somebody can call. They shut the shit down. That's the kind of shit we need to be worried about. Not how long they going to they gonna give us money because they not giving us shit. This is a bad ass fucking record deal and we going to pay it back 10 times over. And I guarantee you that. What they say, um, Social Security, borrowing against Social Security and all that question I have for people. If we got billionaires in this country, why they got to go there? These people who care about America got all this money supposed to be Americans love us. Why they don't loan us that money? Because they know it's some bullshit in the game. They know it's going to take a long time, but it's going to eventually get done. And motherfuckers is like, I'm not putting my hands in it because they on some bullshit and we don't know how long they're going to ride this out.
and this is the time to shine. If you, if you want to do anything you want to do, I think this is a perfect opportunity for people to do things like podcasts and all that. If you're selling something, you can get on the Internet because everybody's in the house. Most people in the house, most people not going to wear movie theaters. It's kind of creeping back open and all that. But like people not going out to eat. So I get that. I'm just saying do something with the money that you got. If we going to not work, because the longer we don't work, the tighter it's going to get. And you're going to need that money. I hope you ain't out here buying fucking buffs when you not a buff nigga and everybody know when you pull up in that new ride and you pull up and you jump out with your outfit we know you we know that ain't how you get down if i pull up in a fucking bentley tomorrow people automatically gonna know what the fuck did what lick did he hit because he not a bentley nigga that's where we at right now and that's where i'm scared of a lot of this shit is gonna come around and bite us in the ass but with that being said man like like I say, y'all be safe out here. First with the COVID stuff, man. Just be safe as much as you can. I'm not going. I'm finna get off of this joint, man. I'm tired. I've been working my ass off. I've been doing some stuff, trying to get trying to get the ball rolling on some projects that I got going on. So, like I said at the top, man. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to send something in, you want to submit some music. If you want to be a guest or if topic you want me to talk about, Mike with a mic 313 at gmail.com. Um, shop at deucefireclothing.com. And I do appreciate the people that's been ordering stuff. It's a slow, steady pace. I'm breaking even, so I really can't complain about that. But this is my shirt right here. It say All Lives Matter. I got my Invest in Yourself. Um, baseball caps and I got some good stuff on there. I'm finna um I was working on a couple of designs. I'm gonna take a bunch of that stuff off. Somebody told me I got too much stuff on there. I looked at it, I agree. So some of the stuff gonna be getting out of there in a while, but y'all shop at Deuce Fire Clothing while you got the chance. And um refresh us 15com Go check out their stuff, man. Follow them on Instagram. And um, I think they got they I believe they got a Twitter as well, DetroitCousins.com. He got to catch him on Twitter too, man, where y'all could check the fits and stuff out. Although I, I put the link in the description and all that. Follow them, man. Get they following up because that leads to more followers. And more followers is equals customers, equal dollars. These is good dudes that'll help the community. I really truly believe that. Like I believe that the people that I help promote is good folks. The song I played at the top is All the Money, Eagle on the Roof, Mixtape, Reloaded, Linkway, Good Dude, man, got some good music. Where the other joint at? A lot of money. I like that joint. Um, bag, Bag the Move. He got some good joints on that. Go check it out, man. All social media platforms. I catch him on YouTube with his joints, L-I-N-C-W-A-Y, Linkway, and um. Like I said, if y'all want to send anything in, man, Mike with a mic, 313 at gmail.com. Hit y'all with this outro, man. Y'all be safe. And don't forget to subscribe to um, my YouTube page, man. Let's get them up. Let's get that hyped up. And um, go check me out on the Anchor app as well if you just want to listen. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on that as well. Y'all have at it. You were just listening to. Thanks for listening to. You were just listening to. Mike with the mic.